Well, can you guess what made that sound? I'll give you a few seconds to think about it. Time's up. That was a jail cell slamming shut, and I sure hope no one listening recognized that sound from a personal experience, unless, of course, you are the person who opened and closed the cell as part of your job. Anyway, on this track are two back-to-back episodes of the Lemon Abna show from February 12th and 13th, 1935. 85 years ago, 86 years ago, actually, and considering that age, the audio quality of these transcriptions from the original live broadcast sound remarkably well. Now the cell door shutting is part of the story you're going to hear because Lum has found himself locked up by the constable, who is Abner, because the people in Pine Ridge have been trying to find out who broke into Abner's house, and they finally figured out it was Lum. But Lum and Abner are best of friends, though they are competing to get votes to become president of the Jotham Down Country Store in Pine Ridge. They are also up to their eyeballs in an insurance scam when Lum pretends to get hurt. Hurt his arm pretty bad in what was actually a fake accident. And then they filed an insurance claim. They are waiting for the check to come so they can cash it before Lum's wife, Elizabeth, finds the check in the mail and then she would cash it and that would be the end of their plan to get some extra money. The second episode has Lum bailed out of jail by a friend in the town who did it because Abner told him the break-in was all a setup and they planned it together. The program of Lum and Abner created by Chester Locke, Lum, and Norris Gough, Abner, was aired from 1931 to 1954. The show was modeled on the life in the small town of Waters, Arkansas, near where both Locke and Gough grew up. And the show was immensely popular. Oh, and by the way, they changed the name of Waters to a fictional town called Pine Ridge. The team broadcast more than 5,000 shows, of which about 1,600 episodes exist today. The shows appeared on all of the networks at one time or another, It was generally a a 15-minute, five-day-a-week program for most of its run, and many of the characters that we hear were created by Locke and Goff, as they were expert vocal actors playing many roles in the same shows. A town in Arkansas actually changed its name to Pine Ridge, and there today is the Lum and Abner Museum, which opened in the 1970s and is listed on the National Register of Historical Places. And next to the museum, is the Jotham Down Country Store. Now, there are a number of commercials inviting listeners to send in some labels from Horlick Malted Milk, along with 75 cents in return, you will get a pen flashlight made of genuine aluminum and will include a battery and a bulb. Please don't send in anything to me because I am not selling flashlights and I don't care if you drink Horlick Malted Milk or not which you may do because it is still on the market today. It's made in England, but also sold in the United States. Okay, it's time for Lemon Abner. This is Heirloom Radio, a different kind of oldies program, and I am your host, John Lovering, who is indeed an oldie too, but there is no truth to the rumor that I heard the original show in 1935. Thanks for listening. It's much appreciated.
visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. Now, there are probably some of you who haven't yet sent in for one of those handy little pocket-sized flashlights that Lum and Abner are sending out. You'd better do that right away, folks. You certainly don't want to pass up this opportunity to get a fine, useful flashlight with the compliments of your old friends, Lum and Abner. All you have to do, you know, to get one of these flashlights, complete with bulb and battery, is to send in the wrapper from a package of Horlicks malted milk powder. Maybe from any size package, either natural or chocolate flavor, but it must be from a package of Horlicks malted milk powder. I mean by that that wrappers from Horlicks tablets are not eligible. Write your name and address on the back of the wrapper, and then send it in closing ten cents, which is only to cover the cost of packing and mailing, to Lum and Abner, care of the station to which you are listening. You got that? All right. Now, in return, Lum and Abner will send you this handsome aluminum fountain pen size flashlight, complete with bulb and battery. Now, there's nothing difficult about that, is there? Do you know of any easier way to get a powerful, efficient flashlight? The kind that you'd have to pay 75 cents for in a store. Well, send in your request right away, tonight, before you forget it. If you haven't a package of Horlicks malted milk powder in your home now, you can get it in either natural or chocolate flavor at your druggist. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. When Lum and Abner planned for Lum to slip over to Abner's house the other night and retrieve that check the insurance company paid on the claim on Abner's fake accident, little did they realize the trouble it would cause. The citizens of Pine Ridge felt that if they could find the culprit who broke into Abner's house, they would clear up several mysterious robberies that have been committed recently. Well, yesterday, they found clues that definitely identified Lum with the crime. And the old fellow has been arrested, locked up in jail. As we look in on our old friends today, we find Abner at the jail door. Listen. Even speak to me. 
you and Grandpap. Yeah, folks is pretty mad about it all, I think. Think you're the one that's been doing all this robbing around here lately. You know? Yeah, I know it. There's been a dozen of them come by here, stand there at the door and call me a thief and robber and everything else. Here. Sit down. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Folks all I thought was my friends and just turned right square backwards again. Yeah, Law, they're the ones that insisted on me throwing you in jail. Six fellas at Edgar C. Strong and Caleb Weasel and Moles Moots and the whole bunch. Yeah, that hurts me worse than uh, anything else. Why, sure. Even Dick Huddleston come by this morning and told me how disappointed he was in me. So I know he must think I'm guilty, too. Yeah, well, naturally, they had the proof right on you, Law, Found that piece of cloth hanging on the barbed wire fence over there, and it matched up with that place that was tore out of your pants, so there weren't no doubt in their minds but what you'd done it. Well, it just goes to show that folks is all as ready and willing to believe the worst about anybody, yeah. even their best friends. Yeah, they are. Just human nature, I reckon, when the feller gets down this way, instead of trying to help him up, why, everybody wants to shove him just a little further down if they can. Well, Lom, I wish you'd let me just go ahead and tell Elizabeth and everybody else how this whole thing happened. No, 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 now, Abner. That's nice of you to offer to do that, but I just won't stand for it. Well, it'd straighten this whole thing out, Lom. Get you out of this mess. Get me out of trouble, all right, but I'm just afraid it'd cause a lot of trouble twist you and Elizabeth. If she found out now there weren't nothing to that accident, you'd just been making out like you'd hurt, no telling what she would do. No. Might break up your home over there. You can't never tell. Yeah, but uh, maybe we could just tell her, Lom, that the reason that you broke into the house the other night was just to get that check that the insurance company gave me before she could cash it. Well, uh, the trouble is, Abby, you can't tell her part of it without telling her the whole story. No. And if you just stop and think back, we've told so many stories to Elizabeth, she'd lose all the faith she ever had in you if she found out the truth now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do. I hate to see you sitting down here in jail and everybody down on you over something that ain't your fault. Special when you just done it to help me out. I just don't feel right about it. Oh, well, now, don't worry about it. I just feel like I'm the one that ought to be in jail. No, no, now, there ain't no use of standing chances of breaking up your home over there. Don't matter none about me. I ain't got no family that this will reflect on. <laughs> Nobody that cares for his echo. I'll be out of here quick as Grandpap gets back with that barn anyway. Well, you just got to get out, Lom. The mail is stacking up down there at the office. I've never seen the like of Well, fine. There's still riding in for the flashlight. Oh, Lord. Same day about yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good. Enough of our friends sends in for them flashlights. We can at least get the store restocked and opened up again. Give us a sort of a chance to start all over again. Yeah, well, I've had Cedric down there helping me all day, uh, opening up letters for me while I count the votes and see which one of us they want for president of the jot em down store when we get it opened up. Yeah, uh, how's the votes running? Well, I don't like to have you nothing that'll make you feel any worse, Mom. It just looks like you've had enough trouble. Well, it ain't your fault, Abner. If folks want you to be president, you can't help it. Ain't I running no better than I have been? Well, we ain't got all the mail open up yet, Mom. We ain't went through more than half of it, uh, what's come in today. Well, how many have I got so far? You mean out of them we got today? Yeah, how many votes have I got? Well, you ain't got none yet, Mom. It's all been for me, but I wouldn't feel bad about it now. For Maybe you, you've got some votes in them that we ain't opened up yet. No, I don't reckon I have, Abner. I can see already dying as popular as I thought I was. Well, of course, I... Want to get all the votes I can, Mom, but I, I don't want you to feel hard at me. Why, no, of course not, Abner. I ain't blaming nobody but myself. That letter we got the other day where that woman from Lincoln, Nebraska, had 
rode in and said I was a big blowhard and all I'd run over you and she hoped I never got a single blow. Now, well, now, I wouldn't pay no attention to such talk as that. Well, I don't know, Abby. It got me to study. Now. Oh. I had a lot of time last last night and all morning. I think she's about right about oh, it. Oh, no. I ain't been as thought as it ought to been. Why, Abby? Had way on her too good old opinion myself, I reckon. <laughs> Thought the minute we started that contest, everybody right in and say they want me for president. But see now about where I stand. Well, I don't feel bad. It's sort of hard on a fella after being president or something for so long, and then have to step down now. It ain't like if I weren't used to holding high offices that way. No. I've always took such a pride in all the offices I have. Why natural? Justice of the peace. And President of the school board. I've held that office for years. Oh, yeah, and all you've been president of the school board ever since I've reached the Well, good people in this district honored me with that office, and I've tried my best to make them a good president. You did it. I look back and see some of the scholars that went through our little school over there and went out and made the successes of themselves. I can't help but feel a little proud of myself, knowing that I had a hand in their education. Why, sure, sure, you ought to. Well, it gives me a chance to see that these children around here get advantages that I never had when I was a young and growing up. Why, sure. Uh, to do it. Yeah, sure. I, I believe that, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that grandpa from yonder, huh? <laughs> I reckon he's got your bond. Well, <laughs> fine. Yeah, I'm glad you're here so she can let me out. Yeah, as soon as he hands me that bond, why, there ain't no reason why I can't turn you loose, man. I'll be glad to get out of here. <laughs> let me get my hat and coat on so it won't lose no time. Yeah, get all ready, sure. There's that quilt you brought down here for me. You better take that back over your face. Yeah, well, I had to slip that out of the house. Elizabeth never knew that I brought it over. Just come on in, Grandpa. The door's unlocked there. Oh, why not? Yeah, Jared, I've got some bad news for you, huh? Bad news? What's the matter? Uh, couldn't you get the bond, Grandpa? Well, um, I tried everybody in this town. I couldn't get a soul to sign this bond for you. Oh, handsome. Well... And it looks like everybody's turned again you. They, they said you could stay in this jail for the rest of your life for a take here. Well, thank you anyway, Grandpa. I know you've done your best. And it was something that I never seen. They was having a sort of a meeting there in the lodge hall, sort of a mass meeting. There's one or two in there that I never got a chance to talk to. Yeah, I hear they're having that. Well, just let it go, Grandpa. Maybe we can study up something else or some other way. Thank you. I did want to get out. For, you know, me and Abner's got this contest on. Most folks won't want to vote for me for president and me laying down here in jail this way. I don't think that'll make no difference, Rob. Well, I can't get out to drum up no votes or nothing, though. Yeah, well, Rob, you was getting beat anyway. You know that. You ain't got but two votes out of all the letters we've got so far. Well, I'll be dead blamed. Huh? What you reckon them fellas is wanting? Well, Squire Skimp and Ezra Seastrong. Yeah. yeah, Squire was the one they called that meeting this afternoon. He was. Yeah, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Well, howdy, fellas. Come on in, Squire. The door's ain't locked. Yeah, come in, come in. Don't know. I reckon we're a little more particular who we associate with than and Grandpapa is. <laughs> he had me. No, I can tell you what I want from right here. The good people of Pine Ridge had a meeting this afternoon, Lum, and me and Ezra was appointed to come over here and tell you that the. Uh, we don't feel that a thief and a robber is a fitting kind of a man to have at the head of our school. And we're asking you for your resignation as president of the board of directors. Well, with Lum's friends all deserting him, it looks like Abner will have very little trouble winning the contest and becoming president of the Jotham Down store. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you once more 
to be sure and send in right away for one of these fine little pocket-sized flashlights that Lum and Abner are giving away. That's easy to do, you know. You simply send in the wrapper from a package of Horlicks malted milk powder. Wrapper from any size, even natural or chocolate flavor package. Make sure, though, that it's from Horlicks malted milk powder. Wrappers from Horlicks tablets, I mean, are not eligible. Now write your name and address on the back of the wrapper and enclose ten cents to cover the cost of packing and mailing your flashlight. Then mail your wrapper and dime to Lum and Abner, care of the station to which you are listening. In return, Lum and Abner will send you this powerful, useful little pocket-sized flashlight, complete with bulb and battery. But don't forget, folks, to send in for your flashlight right away. Do it tonight. Lum and Abner want everybody to send in for a flashlight. The old fellows are making this offer to see how many of you there are who enjoy their program and enjoy Horlick's malted milk, too. This is Carlton Bricker, speaking for Lum and Abner and Horlick's. Who now bid you all good night and good health. Howdy, everybody. Here we are all ready to take you down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner, brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. And now... Let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. Well, when we left our old friends yesterday, Lum had been arrested and placed in jail, charged with robbing Abner's house. The whole town had turned against him so that he was unable to make bond for his release. In fact, late yesterday evening, a committee called on him at the jail and asked for his resignation as president of the school board. Well, things are looking a little brighter today. Evidently, somebody has come to Lum's rescue. For as we look in on Pine Ridge now, we find him just entering Dick Huddleston's store. Listen. Well, howdy, Lum. Howdy. Glad to see you yeah, out. Yeah, glad to see myself <laughs> out, too, I guess. Come in. Come in. Uh, just wanted to come over and tell you how I appreciate you going my bail, Dick. Oh, well, now, that's all right, Lum. I was glad to do it. Uh, just sorry that I didn't do it sooner, but I didn't know the straight of it till a while ago. Abner was over here and told me the truth about it. Told you the truth? He told you how come he to slip in his house the other night? Well, no, but he told me that she never broke in, though. Said that he left the kitchen door open himself so she could get in. Well, now, I told him not to tell nobody about that. If Elizabeth finds out he was mixed up in that, no telling what she will do. Oh, well, I promised him that I wouldn't say anything about it. I still can't understand, though, why he wanted you to get that check that the insurance company paid him without his wife finding it out. Well, we were feared she'd take it into the county seat and cash it. And then they could get Abner for obtaining false money under pretenses. What are you talking about? Well, I reckon I may as well tell you the whole story now. You know this much, you may as well know it all. <laughs> but don't never breathe it to a soul, Dick, for it, it just wouldn't do for Elizabeth to find out. Oh, no, no, I won't say anything about it, sir. Well, uh, the whole thing started when we opened up our matrimonial bureau. We never had no pictures of men folks to send out, and these women folks was writing in wanting us to find them a husband, so just to sort of pacify them till we could do better, we sent out a batch of pictures of that. Yeah, yeah, I knew about that one. Yeah, well, uh... This one woman, Hortense Kelly, fell in love with Abner's picture and decided to come down here to see him. Yeah, I know. She came in on the same train that Abner's wife and daughter did. Yeah, and right there's when the trouble started, right there. It is. Elizabeth seen Hortense run up and kiss Abner down at the depot, and she figured Abner was having an affair and refused to let him come home. Yeah, but uh, she got uh, in a good humor again, though, after he had that automobile accident. <laughs> I guess she felt sorry for him. <laughs> well, now, I'll tell you the truth, Dick. That accident was a fake. A fake? Abner's arms ain't no more broke than mine is right now. 
Him and me just made out like he was hurt to get Elizabeth back in a good humor. <laughs> well, it worked all right. <laughs> yeah, it was working fine up to the time Elizabeth found that accident policy and put in a claim for damages unbeknownst to Abner and then got that check for $200. Oh, I see now why you was anxious to get that check back. Why, sure, if they'd have cashed that check, they could have got Abner for collecting damages on an accident that he never even had. That's right. That's yeah. a penitentiary offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good thing you got that check back all right. Well, I've got it now, but I don't know what in the world to do with it. I aim to carry it back into the county seat and give it back to the insurance company, but, below me, I can't do that without explaining to them why Abner don't want it. No, no, they'd more than like to tell Abner's wife, then. Why, well, sure they would. That's the reason I had to go ahead and let them lock me up. I couldn't tell nobody the truth about it. No. I didn't want Abner to get in no trouble at home. You know how high-strung Elizabeth is. Yeah, no, no. It wouldn't do to tell her now, though. Of course, if, if we can send out enough of them flashlights to where we can make a, enough to restock our jot down store and get that opened up again, we can tell Elizabeth the truth about the whole thing. Yeah, well, of course, that's the first thing you've got to do. And say, the way this mail's coming in here today, well, you fellas won't have any trouble doing that, neither, Lon. Sure enough. Now, this is the biggest day you've had yet. Well, fine, good. Just look at that pile of mail over a thousand of them. Well, for the land, <laughs> them flashlights are making a big hit all right. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, say, I got the one that you sent me, Lon. Oh, you got it, huh? Yeah, I that's correct. mailing it to you. Handiest thing as I ever had, too. You know, I used to have to carry a lantern home with me every night after I closed up here, but... Oh, this flashlight works a heap better. Oh, my, yeah, handy. You know, that thing will throw out about twice as much light as you'd think it would. Oh, yeah, them's powerful little gadgets. And, of course, the nice part about them is that you can just carry them in your pocket like you would a fountain pen, no bother at all. Yeah, well, I bound you folks that's already got theirs has been showing them around to their friends, and that's more than likely the reason we're getting so many more requests from them now than we did when we first started making the offer. Yeah. Folks is beginning to find out what a nice gift it really is. Yeah, yeah, and then I think that there's a lot of people out on the party line that are... Interested in this contest, too, Lum. See which one of you is going to be elected president of your new store over there. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a mistake, me ever agreeing to such a thing as that. So far, I ain't got but two votes out of the thousands of letters we got. <laughs> and one of them votes I sent in myself. <laughs> well, Abner started running away with it, all right. <laughs> yeah, me getting in that trouble and getting locked up in jail ain't going to help me none. I no, know that. No, it isn't. You know, them things get talked around. Of course, they don't know the straight of it. No, yeah, it'll hurt you all right. No doubt about that, Lon. That's what I hate about it. The whole thing, Dick, more than anything else. Some of my best friends has turned against me. Yeah. I reckon you heard about them asking me to resign as president of the school board yesterday. Yeah, I did. I, I hate to hear that, too, Lon. I sure did. Well, I didn't know what to do. I couldn't explain things to them without getting Abner into batcher trouble. So no. I just went ahead and resigned. Well, I think so, Lon, when this whole thing is straightened out and... Everybody knows the truth about it. Well, it's more likely they'll come to you and want you to take the office back. Well, hope so. If I could just get to be president of the Jotham Down store, I wouldn't mind it so bad, but I, I hate to lose every office I've got. Well, Lon, you're not working for it like Abner is. Here, while you've been locked up in jail over there, why, he's been out making a house-to-house canvas listing boats around here. He has? Yeah, goes around with his arms wrapped up in splints <laughs> In a slang, in a way. Naturally, they'll vote for him. Feel yeah, sorry, you know. I see now. Yeah. I told him the other day he, he could take his arms out of them splints that I believe they'd be getting well by now if they were showing up hurt. Yeah. I noticed he never appeared very anxious to do it. <laughs> yeah, I see now. He wanted to keep them wrapped up so as to get all the sympathy to it. <laughs> yeah, that's about the reason, all right. Well, I ain't give up. I grannies, I've been sort of taking things easy, but if that's the way he wants to do, I'll get busy myself. Undoubtedly, I've got some friends out on the party line. Why, sure. If I was you, I'd call them up and ask them to vote for me, too, Lon. Yeah. 
You, you reckon they're all down on me on account of this trouble I got myself into? Well, I, I just wouldn't say anything about that at all. Don't mention it. Dick, it just wouldn't do for Abner to get that office. He's a good man at heart, but he just ain't qualified for it. He's all right if he's got somebody to tell him what to do, but he don't know how to figure things out for himself. And give him a little authority, and there ain't no living with him. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm staying out of it, Lum. They're both friends of mine. I don't want to take sides. Well, Dick, if you don't mind me using your telephone, I would love to call up the folks on the party line and remind them I'm still in the race. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Help yourself. Let them know that I'd appreciate it if they'd vote for me. Sure. Let's see. Yeah. I believe I just ring Doc Miller's ring for a change. That gets them all to the telephone. <laughs> it appears they're getting suspicious of that fire alarm ring. We've used that so much here lately. <laughs> yeah, they'll all listen in when they hear the doctor's ring all right now. <laughs> See who's took down sick, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll always do myself. Yeah. Uh, I can hear them snatching them receivers off the hook already. <laughs> well, go ahead, then. Go ahead. Wait, I want to be sure they're all listening in. Well, they'll be hanging up on you there in a minute. You yeah, know what? Right. Just a minute. <clears throat> Howdy, everybody. This is uh, Lum Edwards talking. I just want to take this opportunity to thank all you folks that sent in for the flashlights we're giving away. It's, it's mighty nice to know that we've got so many friends out on the party line, and we want every last one of you to have one of these gifts. For, it's something we know you'll all appreciate. So if you ain't sent in uh, yet for a flashlight, be sure and do it tomorrow. It'll be a big help to me and Abner, and we'll appreciate it, too. Now, I... Uh, just want to put in a good word for myself while I'm on my feet. You know, we're letting you folks that send in for the flashlights decide which one of us is going to be president of our jot em down store when we get it opened up. So, uh, natural, I'd love to get just as many votes as I can. And when you send in a ropper from a package of Horlicks, just write on the back of it which one of us you're voting for. You know, my name is Lum. L-U-M. L as in Lum, and U as in Lum, and M as in Lum. Well, howdy, Abner. Come in, uh, come in. Wait just a minute. I don't need this. I've been all over town today getting bored. Abner, I'm trying to make oh. announcement on the party line. Oh, Be quiet. I never seen you. Excuse me. <laughs> Go ahead, Lum. I never seen you. Well, I reckon that's about all, except that I want you to know I appreciate you voting for me. And we'll be looking for your letter. Thank you. Oh, that's what you're up to, huh? Trying to get votes behind my back. Yeah. Well, what you been doing? Uh-huh. Going around here making a house-to-house canvas. Of course I was asking for votes. I grannies, I'm going to keep on asking for them, too. I ain't had much to say in this contest so far. But from here out, Abner, I'm after every vote I can get. I'll show you that I ain't through yet. <laughs> well, it looks as though this race for president might develop into some real competition. <laughs> Come on, folks, cast a vote for either Lum or Abner in this race for president of the Jotham Down General Store. And get a fine flashlight at the same time. Haven't you often wished when you were hunting for something in a dark closet, or maybe it was when you were out in your automobile, that you had a flashlight with you? Well, here's a fine chance to get a handsome little flashlight. A flashlight about the size of a fountain pen, and which has a fountain pen clip, so that you can carry it around in a coat or vest pocket if you want to. A compact but powerful, really useful little flashlight. Just send in the outside wrapper from a package of Horlicks malted milk powder. Maybe from any size, either natural or chocolate flavor, but it must be from a package of Horlicks malted milk powder. Wrappers from Horlicks tablets, I mean, are not eligible. Write your name and address on the back of this wrapper and enclose 10 cents to cover packing and mailing costs. Then mail your wrapper and dime to Lum and Abner care of the station to which you are listening. Send in for one of these handy little flashlights tonight 
You'll be showing Lum and Abner that you are one of their loyal listeners. This is Carlton Brickert, speaking for Lum and Abner and Horlicks, who now bid you all good night and good health.